guys and welcome back to Sisterly Advice where we discuss topics that girls face today with scripture from the Bible along with our own personal experiences. I'm Grace and I'm Katie. So today's episode is all going to be about beauty tips. We're going to talk about why it's important to put effort into your appearance and then Grace and I are going to be talking about our own personal skin routines, mm-hmm. makeup routines, and the like what you wear if something's casual, business casual, cocktail, informal. Yes. Um, Grace is going to share her odd fact. <laughs> yes. So I found this odd fact very interesting. Jellyfish are considered biologically immortal. They don't age and will never die unless they are killed. That's insane. They're the only creature on earth that like they just don't naturally die. They are immortal technically. Before we get into this topic, I just want to give a shout out to Pop Girls Ministry. In every episode, we always have their website linked down below. Mm-hmm. Now, whenever Grace and I were in Pop, um, I think we started in fifth, third grade, I think. Third, third grade. Okay, so we started in like third grade and they really taught us about modesty mm-hmm. and how to honor Christ yes. with what you wear. And so I really want to just mm-hmm. give them some recognition. Yeah. Because they helped us a lot when yeah. we were growing up. A lot of now. the stuff that we're able to share with y'all, we learned from them first. So. Yeah. And like I said, their website link will be um, down below if you want to learn more about them and what they do. Okay. So the first thing I want to get into is why I should look presentable or put effort into my appearance. So my mom really helped me with this topic. She talked to me about beauty and she said, God has made us beautiful in our own unique way. Some believe that we don't need to dress really fancy or wear makeup and that they should be just be themselves. And that's great because I know a lot of people are like, you know, I don't really want to put makeup on. I don't have to mm-hmm. look presentable for someone else. Yeah. I'm not that. But like, if I don't want to wear makeup, I don't have to. I just want to be myself. And, and like I said, okay. that's really great, but only to a point because God wants us to be our best selves. Now, that doesn't mean we try to make ourselves look like someone else we believe to be beautiful or that we put no effort at all into our appearance. It's like one extreme or the other. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to be pretty, so I'm going to put on extravagant makeup and mm-hmm. wear these fancy clothes, but don't try to be someone else and don't try, mm-hmm. don't put like no effort into your appearance be the best you that you can be all those things that are supposed to like you know like makeup and what you wear the whole point is to enhance the beauty that is already inherent in you Mm -hmm. um one thing that really inspired me and that my mom said was that she listens to rabbi daniel lapin and he stated look the best god has given you the ability to look We're each unique. We each Mm -hmm. have our own features that no one else has. Yes. Now, of course, true beauty does come with and just the whole point is to be, you know, modest. And by modesty, it doesn't always mean just covering up your skin. It also means dressing for the proper occasion, Mm -hmm. right? Like sometimes it is at this moment to be modest is you need to show up wearing, you know, something special or you need to show up just wearing a t-shirt so you don't stick out. The whole point really with modesty is just not to make yourself the center of attention with everything. And that really goes with two verses that we have here because yes, beauty Mm -hmm. does come within. God looks on the at the heart. In 1 Samuel 16, 7 states, but the Lord said to Samuel, do not look 
on his appearance or on the height of his stature, because I have rejected him. For the Lord sees not as a man sees. Man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. Mm-hmm. Yes, this is true that God looks in the heart and that he's not really into whether you look like this per- person or that person mm-hmm. and whether you do this one day, you know. But First Timothy 2, 9 through 10 states, Likewise, also that women should adorn themselves in respectable apparel, with modesty and self-control, not with braided hair and gold pearls or costly attire, but with what is proper for women who profess godliness with good works. Now, notice that it says... Uh, not with braided hair and gold or pearls or costly attire. Now, back when this was written, those things were extremely expensive, and they are not so much a sign of wealth now as they were then. So, like, it's not saying specifically don't wear those things. It's more just making the point as if don't use what you wear as a way to brag and make yourself seem better than everyone else. The whole point is just it said it says to have self-control modesty and respectable apparel wear things that are just going to give you respect and that are going to reflect respect back on god Mm -hmm. now it says dress with respectable apparel and with modesty and self-control now i know that with some people they correlate with that covering up not letting Mm -hmm. anyone see anything but remember what we said earlier is that you want to dress dress the best you and be the best you that you can be and that doesn't mean like covering up your body because god did give you unique features Mm -hmm. and he doesn't mean that you should hide yourself and shield you yeah but to dress modestly Mm -hmm. like you know honoring god the whole point with modesty in the sense of covering up is really just so you don't tempt some uh like a brother in christ that's the whole point is we don't want another person to fall into temptation and cause them to sin And so just being modest is helping other people that are in the faith. That's the whole point of covering up really is not to hide yourself, but just so you don't, you don't want to lead another person to sin. So is it important to not completely show off all of your body? Yes. Does it also matter though who you're with? You know, is this really going to be tempting the person I'm with? It's a really yes or no. So think about the circumstance you're in Mm -hmm. when you're going into with what you're going to wear. I did want to point out, though, something with this verse. It says, But with what is proper for women who profess godliness with good works. So, if you are a Christian and you believe in this verse and you stick with what this verse says about wearing uh, respectable apparel and then you see someone that isn't doing that, if they're not a Christian, we have no right to judge them. They are not held to the same standard that Christians are. This is only a standard for Christians. We can't expect, you can't go judging other non-Christians for not doing this because they're not held to this standard. They don't know God's truth. So it can't be forced upon them. Can you try to teach them? Yes. Can you try to lead them to God? Absolutely. But this is a standard for women of the faith. Yeah. So one thing with uh, taking care of the bodies God has given us and uh, making the best use of it, you also have to pay attention to your skin. So me and Katie both have a skin routine. And the truth is, when I was in middle school, I had horrible acne. I'm starting to grow out of it now. Um, I only get acne when I'm really stressed out. But I have to take really, really good care of my skin. And even if you do not have acne, I want to point this out. Even if you do not have acne, your face gets dirty. And you absolutely still need to be washing your face 
just like you wash any other part of your body. Just because you don't have acne, you have to wash your face. So I wash my face day and night. There is two types of face wash. There is, um, I think it's called salicylic acid. You know if that's right. I don't know. And then there's benzoyl peroxide. And benzoyl peroxide, what my dermatologist told me is that it's stronger and that I use 10% benzoyl peroxide. Now, do not use 10% unless you have extremely bad acne because it will dry your skin out horribly. Um, it's the strongest you can go for over-the-counter. And then for the rest of my skincare routine, I use Mary Kay's Clear Proof Skincare Line in the mornings. This includes acne treatment gel, purifying gel, and moisturizer that is for naturally oily skin. I have, um, sometimes I have dry acne though too, and so like my skin will like literally be peeling and I'll still have acne. So I have uh, this nourishing oil from Mary Kay that I also use. And then at nights, I use a cream that was prescribed by my dermatologist for my acne. So this is not over the counter. It has to be from a pharmacy. And then once a week, I use microdermabrasion, which micro is really tiny, derm, skin, abrasion, kind of scratches at the skin. So it's safe, it doesn't hurt my skin, but it just gets off the little dead skin that's on there. And then after that, I always put pore minimizer cream because you just opened up your skin a lot and that means dirt can get in. So you wanna put it on this pore minimizer cream. And then I add that nourishing oil that I was talking about then so that mm -hmm. I can kind of rejuvenate the skin. And then whenever I have bad acne, I use a charcoal mask. And I leave that on for about 10 to 15 minutes and I wash that off. Katie, what's your skin routine though? So I also used to have really, really bad acne, especially in like sixth grade. It was mm -hmm. at the worst it Same. was. And in seventh grade, my mom, I don't know if it was seventh grade, somewhere around there, my mom got me proactive and oh my gosh, that thing, that, it's so good. So proactive is kind of like the skincare like company thing and I think you take a quiz and then it gives you like you should use this type of treatment and it gives you different types of products to use for your skin type and with my skin type it's like I had a bunch of acne my skin's pretty oily so they gave me a cleansing wash and I use a revitalizing toner oh I use toner too I forgot to say that okay Gracie's is toner <laughs> and then I pour targeting treatment which is really good because pores is where like the especially if you have makeup on, mm -hmm. like, that can get into your pores, yes, and that's it why it's also important to wash your face so you can get them out and exfoliate, because that'll really get into your pores and make sure your face is clean. Um, and a redness relief serum. This is a very, very, very important, especially for me, because my face is kind of just red. I could normally really use me some of that. Yeah, my face is just kind of red normally, so this redness relief serum is really good, and I put it on my cheeks, and then... Um, a little bit on my chin, and then also my eyes. My eyelids are kind of like red-ish. Mm -hmm. I know they're also very veiny, and so I try to take as much redness as I can out of my eyelids by using that there. Um, now, like I said, this all comes with my proactive subscription thingy-majiggy that I have, <laughs> and I do the same routine day and night, and then I always end uh, my skin routine with chapstick, mm -hmm. so. Yeah. I uh, also, I forgot to mention this also, geez, I have so much of a skin routine, I can't even think of everything, <laughs> but I have a jade roller, and I got the idea for this um, from you, Katie, because you have one too, I think, yeah. and so that um, just gets rid of the puffiness, and I use it in the mornings. Yeah. It's very important, if you use a jade roller, to use upward 
strokes. Yeah, yeah, upward because strokes. Because you always you always want to lift your face. It kind of mm-hmm. makes sense if you think about it. Um, when you roll with it, you want to go upward or outward. You know, always yeah. pointing up. Yeah, <laughs> that's very sure. important if you use a jade roller. And now that we've done our skincare routine, so now we can get into makeup because you never do your makeup until you've gotten your skincare done. And before we talk about our makeup, one thing I want to point out, the most important thing you need to do when you wear makeup is take it off before you go to sleep. Absolutely. You never fall asleep in your makeup ever. Never. Ever. ever. You should always, always, always wash it off when Mm -hmm. you go to sleep. Um, So I always wear mascara. I'm a blonde, and my eyelashes are just as blonde as my hair, if not more blonde. They are not even visible. So I always use mascara, no matter where I'm going. Sometimes I put on under eye corrector and a little bit of concealer, because I I scar easily because of my Ehlers-Danlos syndrome. So even the acne that I've had from years ago, I will forever have scars on my face from it, even if I didn't pop it, it does not matter. So I will use concealer to cover that up. And if I'm feeling fancy or going to an event, um, I'll use a tiny bit of foundation. I'm really not a foundation person since, um, like, since like sometimes the foundation makes my skin look more oily, but then if I also have, like, but it's still peeling at the same time, then it makes it peel more. I don't I have really weird skin. That's besides <laughs> the point. And then I use eyeshadow, mostly browns and stuffs. Um, I use bronzer. I really honestly do love bronzer because I have, um, I don't know, I just have a more circular-ish face and so it kind of just helps bring in accentuate um my cheekbones and then I also have a slightly large forehead and so if I put bronzer on the top it makes it look just a little bit smaller and then I add a little bit of highlighter and I do very little with my eyebrows if I do my eyebrows I just take a little bit of a light brown eyeshadow because my eyebrows are also extremely blonde and put that on and then brush through them and then I'm extremely pale like extremely pale. So finding makeup for me is really hard, but I mostly use Mary Kay. Um, one, cause my mom is a Mary, as uh, a makeup consultant for the brand. So that's one reason, but I do really love the brand and that's where I get most of my stuff. After I do my makeup, I set it with some finishing spray from Mary Kay and that helps it stay on all day long mm-hmm. too. So also before I get into my makeup routine, I just want to say that Grace and I wear makeup to enhance our features. Yeah. We do not hide our face. Even, like, I don't even have the skills to do that anyways. I'm not very yeah. great with makeup. <laughs> but um, we do not wear makeup to hide our face. We wear it to accentuate yes. our features. Um, I would also like to say that when I wear makeup, it's not, like, sometimes it depends on the event that I'm going to. Like, yeah, like, if I'm going to a wedding, I'm going to wear makeup to look a little n- bit nicer for it. But when I wear makeup, it's not really for anybody else. I'm someone that... Mm-hmm. I, I love artwork and it's like I love to paint and draw but when I do makeup it's like doing artwork on my face and so I just enjoy doing it and I just find it um, relaxing and enjoyable it boosts my confidence mm-hmm. and it, it like, does it doesn't just boost my confidence in my look like if I'm going to take a test it also boosts my confidence and my ability to take that test for some reason I don't know but it works yeah so with my makeup routine I have two types I have the bare minimum and then like whenever I'm like going to church or something and the minimum for me is I put on a little foundation and some mascara and then I touch up on my eyebrows and wear chapstick. Um, and I will never mention concealer because I am currently out and I haven't had any in the longest <laughs> time. So there is that. So that's my bare minimum. But when I want a full face, I'll put on foundation. And like I said, no concealer because I'm out of it at the moment. And uh, some people ask, do you use the sponge or the brush? 
Oh, yeah. And I used to do the brush, but I found out that it was also kind of putting streaks in my face and it might just be the brush. Yeah. But I go back and forth, and right now I'm using the sponge, and I love it. <laughs> I um I used to use a brush, and it put, like, streaks and stuff, yeah. and I did not like it. Also, like, I couldn't really get it into, like, the, like, corners yeah. and stuff, like, the crevices of my face. So I like, I like the Beauty Blender but honestly most of the time to first apply my makeup i just put it on my fingers and then i smooth it out with the beauty blender after that i said the sponge didn't i yeah that's kind of weird to say i'm a beauty (laughs) blender so then um i'll put on foundation and i do contour Mm -hmm. um usually on my cheeks sometimes i'll touch up on my forehead and then blush i do a little bit because like i said i get really red oh yeah i barely put on blush i just like a little bit and then i'll do eyeshadow and i like to do neutral colors or maybe even i'll do a smoky eye if i'm feeling it and then followed by mascara and then i do my eyebrows and wear chapstick and sometimes if i have chapstick on i'll take a liquid lipstick and like dab some of that on my lips because Mm -hmm. one liquid lipstick a lot of the times dries your dries your lips yeah and it gets kind of like crusty almost it does it does so a few a great tip is that to put on chapstick first and then put a little bit on top and it's really like a gloss and it's really nice but that is my makeup routine oh also for me like i said my eyelids are just very very veiny and so Mm -hmm. if you guys have the same problem i have this hydrating face primer and so Mm -hmm. i put that on my eyelids first if I, like, really want to put on the effort. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'll put on my foundation on top mm-hmm. of it. And it really does help with also just blending yeah. my eyeshadow. Yeah. And then it also kind of helps with my foundation mm-hmm. sticking to it. Because my, like I said, my eyelids are so veiny. Yeah. So. I, if I'm also feeling like it, I'll put on a little bit of foundation primer. Um, and I'll put it on my eyelids too. Because one, like Katie said, it helps my eyeshadow blend a little bit better but it also has spf 15 in mine and Mm. so it's a little bit of sunscreen honestly i typically have to use 50 because like i said i'm extremely pale and i do not get tan i only burn and so but if i'm just um going out just for a little like go going to a trip to the mall or something i'll put on that just for a little bit of protection yeah oh also i forgot to mention sunscreen very very important especially in the summer like i highly suggest it become part of your skin routine also the more you use sunscreen the less likely you're you are to have wrinkles in the future it it helps with that that. too yeah so i used to hate sunscreen and be like no i'm not wearing it i don't care if i burn i don't like the sunscreen i have really sensitive skin though so like sunscreen actually like hurts physically hurts so sometimes Um. when i put it on and so i'm not a big fan of it but at the same time like when i learned about the whole wrinkles thing i was like I'm going to start wearing more sunscreen. (gasps) The last thing that we want to talk about is different dress codes. And I don't mean like your school uniform or anything like that. Sometimes for different events on the thing, it'll say, okay, wear a formal outfit, a semi-formal, a cocktail, business casual, or just casual. And a lot of us girls, we do not know what those mean. And it's so sad. No. (laughs) I um, I used to go to this like christian girl camp for middle schoolers called lily among thorns and that's where pearls of purity actually came from that camp so then we could have something year round but so i would go to that camp and they taught it there when we had our etiquette classes and so this is how i kind of knew them but honestly to give this like little section here i had to look it up to like really get it down because i'm like this is something we need to know because you don't want to show up in shorts when you're supposed to be wearing a ball gown at all so when someone says casual you can just wear jeans and a cute top, pretty much. And then there is business casual, 
which with that you're gonna want to wear dress pants and a nice like appropriate blouse so like khakis things like that and then there's cocktail which is extremely similar to semi-formal so I kind of put them in the same category and the dresses are gonna be more classy and they're gonna be around knee length you don't want them to be all the way to the floor you don't want them to be too short but these if you're gonna wear a shorter dress this is the kind of dress code that you would wear it for um, a lot of people wear more like bodycon dresses and anything that's about knee length a cute dress but not necessarily a ball gown so like that and then there's formal and that is like a long floor length evening gown. This is probably more um, your prom. You might go more formal and then just for a regular school dance, Santa switch, anything like that. That's when you're gonna go more cocktail and semi-formal. And one reason I was like talking to Katie that it's important to know these is like if you go to a wedding and it says show up in a cocktail outfit, which most weddings are cocktail dress code, and you show up in a long evening gown because you're like, oh, this is so pretty. I just want to wear it so much. And then you upshow the bride. You never upshow the bride at a wedding. Mm -hmm. That would be a huge mistake. But you also don't want to be the only one there in jean shorts either. Like the whole point of the wedding is fitting in so that the bride can be the center of attention. So always understand the dress code and never wear white only the bride wears white at, wears white at weddings nobody else can wear white it is a rule so they um just respect whatever the wishes are for whatever dress code you're supposed to be doing okay. yeah it's pretty much all i think that wraps it up for this episode however mm -hmm. before we go i'd like to tell you our odd fact yes okay so we have another blue whale odd fact <laughs> just like our last episode because katie's um, apparently obsessed uh, um, blue whales eat half a million calories in one mouthful. That's a lot. Like, half a million. 500,000 calories. You know that the average person is, well, like, just average is supposed to be 2,000 calories. However, they eat half a million, 50,000 calories in one mouthful. Yeah, in one mouthful. It's not just, like, the whole day. It's just one mouthful. That's insane. Just one. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I guess I'm a little obsessed with blue whales, I'll admit. Clearly. I don't know. I think it's kind of cool. So, I guess that's our rant. <laughs> but don't forget, guys, that we do have an Instagram now, too. And that is yep. sisterlyadvice underscore podcast. Use that to just keep up with any updates. There's reminders. You can also direct message us on there if you need advice, want to, you know, have us cover a topic, anything like that. You can also email us. Katie, do you want to share more about our email? Okay, so then we also have our email still, um, sisterlyadvice2020 at gmail.com. We would love for you guys to send in any funny stories that we have, topic suggestions for future episodes, or maybe you just want advice on a certain topic or like something you're experiencing we um we'd love to help you any way that we can yeah i think that wraps up this episode yeah so thank yeah. you all bye, bye.